Welcome to the Nikki and Julie podcast, a place to find encouragement, enjoyment, and be uplifted to the joy in your journey. And now, here's Nikki and Julie. Hello, everyone. I am so glad you joined us today on the Nikki and Julie podcast. This is going to be one of those solo days. Nikki's not going to be with us today. So I'm going to take over for just a few minutes and just want you to know I appreciate you hanging with me. You know, sometimes we've got to think about what are we going to talk about? And Nikki and I do that a lot. Like, uh, well, what are we going to talk about today? Or do we know, well, got anything on our minds? And that's kind of how we do it. You know, we don't practice ahead of time. We don't have this long list of what we're going to talk about over the next few months. It's usually just what's on our mind for the day. And so in today's episode, I was, I came across something I thought was so interesting about a lady that many of you may know about. Her name is Corey Ten Boom. That's a different kind of name, isn't it? Well, what I came to learn about this woman was the strength that she had in the most difficult of times. In fact, it was so amazing that they made a movie out of her life story. It was called The Hiding Place. I watched a a documentary about her life. It's about an hour long. You can find it on YouTube, and it was absolutely fascinating. So I wanted to share a little bit of her story today because I think we all come into times of our lives where we're not really sure what to do with our life. You ever had a time like that? I have. And I probably will have more of those. And so this lady was fascinating. This lady was so spiritually grounded in her faith Wow, she put me to shame, I just got to tell you. Any time that adversity seemed to come her way, and she had a lot of adversity, she kept going back to Scripture over and over and over and over. She kept going back to Jesus, who she knew was her Savior, and she kept going back to God's Word, and that's how she made it. And there are days that, We talked about on our last episode when God seems to be the last person we talk to. And I think maybe it's time to turn that around and God be the first person we talk to. I will have to say that many times in my life, my prayer life has been, well, kind of on empty. You ever had one like that yourself? Yeah, I'm sure you have. And then when things get rough or bumpy or controversial, or you feel just, oh, life's in the pits. Maybe we need to go to the only one who can get us out of there. You know, all of our struggles that we have are our struggles. We can't compare them. The struggle that you're having today or that you had last week or six months ago were tough. 
while you were in the middle of it. And so it was real for you. It's real for me when I have stuff going on in my life. But we can learn a lot from the example of other people who've been through some of the hardest of times that I can't even imagine. So I wanted to share a little bit with you about Corey Ten Boom. She was born on April 15th, 1892. And you know what? She was, she passed away on April 15th, 1983. She was 91 when she passed away. And according to Jewish custom, celebrating the same day for both birth and death is a unique sign of very special individual. Now, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but what I will say is this lady was quite a unique individual. And it says in this article here, the rest of the world would probably agree that Corey Ten Boom was one of the godliest, soul-rich individuals that this person had ever read about. The Ten Boom family were, quote, Dutch Christians who helped many Jews escape the Nazi Holocaust of World War II. When their home was raided after an informant tipped off the Nazis of their activities, the entire family was imprisoned. Corey and her sister were sent to a notorious Nazi concentration camp. She was released from prison just days after her sister had died there. This author says God brought incredible beauty and healing through her difficult experiences, and her words still have great relevance and impact in our world today. She authored a number of books and was most famously known for The Hiding Place, the incredible story of her life. The title refers to the secret place where the family hid countless Jewish people needing help in their home and is based on this scripture, You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. And that is from Psalm 119 verse 114. As I listened to this story and this documentary about Corey and her sister, Betsy, the two of them had a tale of unbelievable things that happened to them. When their particular city was taken over by the Germans, it was quite obvious that the goal was to get rid of the Jewish people. Now, I find this interesting as well, is that the Germans decided that they needed to remove all radios so that the people wouldn't know what was going on. Huh. I find that interesting. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm just going to be real here. Do you know that a lot of times, well, I'm going to say most of the time, the information that you get a lot of times on our news channels are written by certain people to just make sure that you hear certain things and maybe not the rest of the story. 
And when I was hearing this from this woman, I thought, wow, this is sounding just like, hmm, a little familiar. One of the things, though, that Corey and her family did was they um, kept a radio. So they were able to hear all of the stuff that was going on in the world, and especially with Hitler. This family took in people to protect them, to take care of them. They took in a lot of children. In fact, they got word that there was a particular orphanage that was killing all of the babies. And in Corey's home, she had taken in several of uh, young teenagers. And when these boys, teenage boys, heard about these orphan babies just being killed, they told her, they said, you know what, we're going to go steal those babies. And so they went in pretending they were somebody else, and they got 100 babies out of there, saved 100 lives. That got me to thinking, how much am I willing to risk? How much am I willing to risk to save a life? Do I get in, in my own way? Does, does my life get in my own way that I can't think of saving the life of another person? I don't know. I've got to think about that. These people were incredible. And in fact, when you learn the story about the hiding place, they had a particular room in a particular part of this huge house where when a particular sound came from a bell, that sound said, go hide, go hide. At one point in the story, someone came and Corey answered the door and this person said, I hear that you take in Jewish people. Can you help me get my wife out of jail? Corey being the kind of person she was that she wanted to help anybody, it didn't matter. She didn't care. Her father didn't care. Her sister didn't care. They didn't care who they helped. They just knew they needed to help people. She was hesitant, but she said, okay. Well, come to find out, that particular man was an informant. Later on, she and her sister and father were taken away and taken to concentration camps and prisons. You won't believe, or maybe you will, what all these women had to go through, observe, how they were under the rule of soldiers who were trained, that's right, trained to be cruel. Can you imagine being trained to be cruel? And how do you cope with that? They had to appear naked before soldiers. And Corey tells the story that when she was standing next to her sister, neither one of them having clothes on, 
She said to her sister, I don't know that I can bear up under this anymore. And her sister said, we've got to. We've got to do it. And Corey said, you know, it was at that moment that she remembered how Jesus on the cross had all of his garments taken away as well. And with that, she was able to bear up under that shame that she was feeling having to stand before these soldiers without any clothes on herself. When I'm listening to her story, and I would strongly encourage you to do that as well, I'm just taken back by my story and how it doesn't seem quite so big. But then I have to remind myself, and you need to remind yourself as well, what is it that we are doing to glorify God, to be a light, to be to come up from under the heaviness that we feel sometimes in this world? Corey had some amazing quotes. And in fact, I found 40 powerful quotes from Corey Tinboom. There's just a few that I noted, but one of a few of them I wanted to share with you. Um, here's one. You can never learn that Christ is all you need until Christ is all you have. You ever been there? I have. Now, I've not been where Corey Ten Boom was, but I've been to a place in my own life that I wasn't sure where I was going to go from here. What was going to happen? What do I pray for? I wasn't always sure. And so when we get to that point in life that Christ is all we have, I'm just so glad you have him because he can get you through because it's through him your strength comes, not from yourself. Yeah, you've got some work to do too, but it's through him that you have strength. Here's another one. Do you know what hurts so very much? It's love. Love is the strongest force in the world. And when it is blocked, that means pain. There are two things we can do when this happens. We can kill that love so that it stops hurting. But then, of course, part of us dies too. Or we can ask God to open up another route for that love to travel. You ever had pain because you lost love? Oh, boy. Those are tough times. You know, I think sometimes we experience that in our teenage life when we have those first young loves. And we have breakups and things like that happen. And and we don't know that we'll ever find anybody else. And then we do. But for some of us, for some people, there are loves that are painful because we lost them when we didn't want to, or they were taken away, 
or we live with them and we hurt day after day. I know there's a lot of you like that out there. I know that. So I like this particular quote. We can ask God to open up another route for that love to travel. Maybe that love is the connection that you're needing with God. Your value, your worth is found in Him. It will never be found in anybody else the way that it can be found through Jesus. So if you're looking for a new way for love to travel that doesn't carry all that pain, I would recommend very highly that you learn about Jesus. You can always contact Nikki or myself to talk about that a little bit more if you're interested. We would be more than happy to do that with you. Here's a few more that Corey had to say. She said, You will find it necessary to let things go simply for the reason that they are too heavy. Oh my, that's powerful. How many of you have been carrying something, trying to help lift it, take it from one place to the other, and it got so heavy, you just had to let it go? You didn't want to. You couldn't prepare for it. It just was too much. Yeah, you finally had to let it go. Wow, doesn't that feel good when you can finally let it go? And where do you leave it? And to whom do you give it? I say you have to give it to Jesus because you can't carry it anymore. It is too heavy. I know there's been times when I have felt the heaviness of life circumstances so heavy that there was nothing else I could do with it but just say, I can't carry this anymore. I cannot because it is, it is crushing on me. I can't breathe. Give it to God and let him carry it for you. Quit trying to do it yourself. I'm going to tell you, you won't be able to carry it all by yourself. Here's another one. Some knowledge is too heavy. You cannot bear it. Your father will carry it until you are able. That is so true. There have been times when there's things that you have learned that, have, that you have come to the knowledge of, and it's too much. It's too heartbreaking. It tears you apart. It absolutely breaks your heart. Give it to God. Give it to God. He will help you carry it until you're able to see it through in a better way or in a in a way that you can finally carry it as well. You can never learn that Christ is all you need until Christ is all you have. If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. 
If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you'll be at rest. Our world is one big, dense fog. Honestly, there are days I cannot see. I cannot see what is going on in our world because it's heavy, it's thick. It's like, I can't get through it. There is evil. There is the practice of evil in our world today. And I will tell you, coming, this is coming from me. It is way past time that we start imploring to God to please, please remove this evil, to please help us see the evil that's there. It is there. But we have got to go to the one in prayer and let him know that we realize there's problem here and give us the strength and the courage to see it and not be afraid. To be like this woman. To be like this woman that says, I am going to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to help protect people. I don't care who they are. I don't care what color they are. I don't care what religion they are. I'm going to do something to protect people. You know this Roe versus Wade is at the U.S. Supreme Court again? When was the last time that you heard in your congregation a prayer to God to please stop abortion? We forget. Yet, in this country, we kill babies every day. We think about concentration camps where they killed babies, and we think, oh, that's horrible. Really? Yeah, it was. We do it too. But because we're removed from it, we forget. Hey, I will count myself as guilty as well. But I do think that it is time for us to make a stand, to make a difference in the world as Christians. I see other people fighting my fight. I should be fighting. When are we going to pick up the sword and join in? I'll leave us today with a couple of scriptures that I think are pertinent for us. Psalm 31:15 My times are in your hands deliver me from the hands of my enemies from those who pursue me we are being pursued by evil practices from men whose minds have been taken over by satan We need to be asking God to help deliver us from that. And then finally, Psalm 91.1, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. 
Thanks today so much for listening. I hope there's been something here that's been beneficial for you. As always, be real, be true, be you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Nikki and Julie podcast. And remember, be real, be true, and be you.